The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Well, it's a sure sign that Christmas is coming when this day rolls around. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Monday, December 6th, 2021, Monday of the second week of Advent. In the Missal, it's liturgical year C, cycle two. Monday is a day to pray the joyful mysteries of the rosary. And today is the optional memorial of St. Nicholas. Both the Eastern and Western churches honor him. And it's claimed that after the Blessed Virgin, he is the saint most pictured by Christian artists. Historically, we can pinpoint only the fact that Nicholas was the 4th century Bishop of Myra, a city in Lycia, a province of Asia Minor. Perhaps the best-known story about Nicholas concerns his charity toward a poor man who was unable to provide dowries for his three daughters of marriageable age. Rather than see them forced into prostitution, Nicholas secretly tossed a bag of gold through the poor man's window on three separate occasions, enabling the daughters to be married. Over the centuries, That particular legend has evolved into the custom of gift-giving on the saints' feasts. And in the English-speaking countries, St. Nicholas became, by a twist of the tongue, Santa Claus. St. Nicholas, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Lord Jesus, I unite myself to your perpetual, unceasing, universal sacrifice. I offer myself to you every day of my life and every moment of every day according to your most holy and adorable will. Since you have been the victim of my salvation, I wish to be the victim of your love. Accept my desire, take my offering, graciously hear my prayer. Let me live for love of you, let me die for love of you. Let my last heartbeat be an act of perfect love. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying for catechists summoned to announce the Word of God. May they be its witnesses with courage and creativity and in the power of the Holy Spirit. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask you for pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Come, Lord Jesus, do not delay. In the Gospel today, we read that whilst you, Jesus, were teaching the crowd, the power of the Lord was with you. For healing. And there they came, a group of friends bringing their paralytic friend on a stretcher. They were trying to put him in front of you, Jesus, but there was no space. They tried the door. No way. They tried a window. Didn't work. They asked people to make room, but the crowd didn't care. (laughs) They have come from too far away to consider offering their place to anybody. Well, all they could do, it seems, was to wait until you, Jesus, came out of the house. 
But they were not the sorts of people who wait. <laughs> they went up on the roof, you remember, and with ropes lowered the friend to put him right in front of you, Jesus. I can imagine the complaints of the owner of the house when he saw people removing his roof tiles. <laughs> the complaints of the people when you, Jesus, were interrupted by this memorable entrance. I don't know what the paralytic was thinking. I guess that he was having a hard time being lowered with ropes from the roof, unable to move. One falls move, and he would end up falling like a sack of potatoes. But those friends made an impression on you, Jesus, because we read in the Gospel, seeing their faith, you performed two miracles. First, forgiving his sins, and second, healing his body. We read many times in the Gospels that the faith of the sick people prompted your miracles. Many times, Jesus, you said, your faith has saved you. But this time, it wasn't the faith of the paralytic, but the faith of his friends. You see, my faith can heal my friends. So today, I want to talk to you, Jesus, about friendship. Because, like in the Gospel today, friends bring to you those they love. Now, allow me to binge on one of my favorite reads. A couple of weeks ago, I used The Lord of the Rings as an example, and it was a hit. <laughs> well, every time I think about friendship and loyalty, it is Samwise Gamgee, the hobbit, friend of Frodo Baggins, that comes to mind. I don't know if you are familiar with the story. At least, most people may have watched the films. But the story of Sam is my favorite. It is moving to see how he accompanies Frodo and is ready to do anything to help him. Tolkien himself mentioned in his letters that Sam was the true hero of this story. Frodo is no doubt the main character. He is the ring bearer. The one who has the mission to destroy the ring in Mount Doom. Samwise is a normal hobbit, not particularly talented in any way. He is not cleverer than any other hobbit. He is no faster, more skilled, or more ingenious than any other. He is not adventurous like Merry and Pipping. He doesn't even have to be there. He goes with Frodo for the most Christian reason. He loves his friend and won't allow him to face danger alone. Well, there are several times when Frodo tries to leave Sam behind, mainly because he doesn't want him to suffer. But nothing can stop Sam from following Frodo. You may remember that iconic moment when Frodo wants to leave on a boat and Sam comes running to the bank of the river. He doesn't know how to swim, but nothing stops him from jumping into the water to reach the boat. Frodo! Go back, Sam! I'm going to Mordor alone. Of course you are! And I'm coming with you! You 
can't swim! And then Sam jumps into the water anyway. Sam! And when he starts drowning, Frodo stretches out his hand and pulls him out of the water. I made a promise, Mr. Frodo. A promise. Don't you leave him, Samwise Gamgee. And I don't mean to. I don't mean to. Well, now that we are praying with you, Jesus, about friendship, I bring this to mind. The souls that you have entrusted to me, my friends, those about whom you have said to me, don't leave them. And I say to you, I don't mean to. I pray with your own words, Jesus, in chapter 6 of St. John's Gospel, that I may lose no one that he has entrusted to me. Those souls, those friends you have put in my life are my mission. And I should be ready, like the friends of the paralytic, to do anything I can to put them in front of you, Jesus, so that you can save them. My fidelity to my friends will be like that of Sam with Frodo. There are moments when Frodo, having fallen victim of the ring's influence, treats Sam very badly. But nothing changes Sam's mind. As Tolkien puts it, But he had stuck to his master all the way. That was what he'd chiefly come for and he'd still stick to him. His master wouldn't go to Mordor alone. Sam would go with him. Sam puts everything at the service of his friend. And when Frodo is exhausted and hungry, we read that Sam... He gave Frodo water and an additional wafer of the waybread, and he made a pillow of his cloak for his master's head. Frodo was too weary to debate the matter and Sam didn't tell him that he'd drunk the last drop of their water and eaten Sam's share of the food as well as his own. And later, Sam starts arguing with himself about the wisdom of repeatedly doing this. So he first says to himself, You can't go on much longer giving him all the water and most of the food. You're the fool going on hoping and toiling. You might just as well lie down now and give it up. You'll never get to the top anyway. But he's a stronger voice, replies. I'll get there if I leave everything but my bones behind, and I'll carry Mr. Frodo up myself if it breaks my back and heart. So stop arguing. <laughs> well, that's Sam talking to himself. That's what a good friend is. That's what the paralytic's friends were like, and what you, Jesus, expect me to be for my friends. You, Jesus, want me to bring my friends to you, even if it breaks my back and heart. It was the faith of the friends, and I add, the hope they had, and particularly their charity, that saved the paralytic. My faith will save my friends as well. With my prayers and my sacrifices, never giving up, like Sam Gamji. At times I will have to carry them 
on my shoulders, like the good shepherd. Towards the end, Sam understands that he can't take the ring from Frodo, but he can take Frodo. In a memorable quote, Once and for all, come on, Mr. Frodo, I can't carry it for you, but I can carry you. Come on! And so up he goes, like the paralytic friends, carrying his friend to the summit. Mary, my mother immaculate, during these days of the Novena to your Immaculate Conception, and through the intercession of Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, help me to be faithful and loyal, to bring my friends and place them in front of your Son, so that he can save them. I give you thanks, my God, for the good resolutions, affections and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask you for help to put them into effect. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. 17 past the hour, we'll begin praying the Liturgy of the Hours, next on Daybreak. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. On Monday of the second week of Advent, I'm Paul Sadek. The liturgical day begins with the Invitatory Psalm, and we follow it with the Office of Readings. We join the whole church as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org. Lord, open my lips, and and my my mouth mouth will proclaim your praise. Come, let Let us us worship worship the Lord, the King who is to come. come. Come, let let us sing to the Lord, and and shout with joy to the Rock who saves us. Let us approach Him with with praise and and thanksgiving, and sing joyful songs to to the Lord. Come, let let us worship the Lord, the King who is to come. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him, the dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King who is to come. Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and And we are his people, the flock he shepherds. Come, let Let us worship the Lord, the King who is to come. Today, listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness, when at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me although they had seen all my works. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King who is to come. Forty years I endured that generation. I said, 
They They are a people whose hearts go astray, and they they do do not know my ways. So So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Come, let Let us worship the Lord, the King who is to come. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King who is to come. Bow down and hear me, Lord. Come to my rescue. Bow down down and hear hear me, Lord. Come to my rescue. In you, O Lord, I take refuge. Let me never be put to shame. In your justice, set me free. Hear me and speedily rescue me. Be a rock of refuge for me, a mighty stronghold to save me. For you are my rock my stronghold. For your name's sake, lead me and guide me. Release me from the snares they have hidden, for you are my refuge, Lord. Into your hands I commend my spirit. It is you who will redeem me, Lord. O God of truth, you detest those who worship false and empty gods. As for me, I trust in the Lord. Let me be glad and rejoice in your love. You who have seen my affliction and taken heed of my soul's distress have not handed me over to the enemy, but set my feet at large. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Bow down and hear me, Lord. Come to my rescue. Lord, let the light of your countenance shine on your servant. Lord, let the light of your countenance shine on your servant. Have mercy on me, O Lord, for I am in distress. Tears have wasted my eyes, my throat, and my heart. For my life is spent with sorrow, and my years with sighs. Affliction has broken down my strength, and my bones waste away. In the face of all my foes I am a reproach, an object of scorn to my neighbors, and of fear to my friends. Those who see me in the street run far away from me. I am like a dead man, forgotten. Like a thing thrown away, I have heard the slander of the crowd, 
fear is all around me as they plot together against me, as they plan to take my life. But as for me, I trust in you, Lord. I say, you are my God. My life is in your hands. Deliver me from the hands of those who hate me. Let your face shine on your servant. Save me in your love. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Lord, let the light of your countenance shine on your servant. Blessed be the Lord, for he has poured out his mercy upon me. Blessed be the Lord, for he has poured out his mercy upon me. How great is the goodness, Lord, that you keep for those who fear you, that you show to those who trust you in the sight of men. You hide them in the shelter of your presence from the plotting of men. You keep them safe within your tent from disputing tongues. Blessed be the Lord, who has shown me the wonders of his love in a fortified city. I am far removed from your sight, I said in my alarm. Yet you heard the voice of my plea when I cried for help. Love the Lord, all you saints. He guards his faithful, but the Lord will repay to the full those who act with pride. Be strong. Let your heart take courage, all who hope in the Lord. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. God of kindness and truth, you saved your chosen one, Jesus Christ, and you gave your martyr strength. Watch over your people who come to you here and strengthen the hearts of those who hope in you, that they may proclaim your saving acts of kindness in the eternal city. Blessed be the Lord, for he has poured out his mercy upon me. Lord, show us your mercy and love, and grant us your salvation. From the book of the prophet Isaiah. Lo, the Lord empties the land and lays it waste. He turns it upside down, scattering its inhabitants. Layman and priest alike, servant and master. The maid as her mistress, the buyer as the seller, the lender as the borrower, the creditor as the debtor. The earth is utterly laid waste utterly stripped, for the Lord has decreed this thing. The earth mourns and fades, the world languishes and fades, both heaven and earth languish. The earth is polluted because of its inhabitants, who have transgressed laws, violated statutes, broken the ancient covenant. Therefore a curse devours the earth, and its inhabitants pay for their guilt, Therefore, they who dwell on earth turn pale, and few men are left. 
The wine mourns. The vine languishes. All the merry-hearted groan. Stilled are the cheerful timbrels. Ended the shouts of the jubilant. Stilled is the cheerful harp. They cannot sing and drink wine. Strong drink is bitter to those who partake of it. Broken down is the city of chaos. Shut against entry every house. In the streets they cry out for lack of wine. All joy has disappeared and cheer has left the land. In the city nothing remains but ruin. Its gates are battered and desolate. Thus it is within the land and among the peoples, as with an olive tree after it is beaten, as with a gleaning when the vintage is done. These lift up their voice in acclaim. From the sea they proclaim the majesty of the Lord. For this in the coastlands give glory to the Lord, in the coastlands of the sea, to the name of the Lord, the God of Israel. From the end of the earth we hear songs, splendor to the just one. But I said, I am wasted, wasted away. Woe is me. The traitors betray, with treachery have the traitors betrayed. Terror, pit, and trap are upon you, inhabitant of the earth. He who flees at the sound of terror will fall into the pit. He who climbs out of the pit will be caught in the trap. For the windows on high will be opened, and the foundations of the earth will shake. The Word of the Lord Singing in praise, they lift their voices. Let the Lord be glorified in your teachings. Sing to the Lord a new song. Let all the earth sing to the Lord. From a Treatise on the Ascent of Mount Carmel by St. John of the Cross, Priest Under the ancient law, prophets and priests sought from God revelations and visions, which indeed they needed. For faith had as yet no firm foundation, and the gospel law had not yet been established. Their seeking and God's responses were necessary. He spoke to them at one time through words and visions and revelations, at another in signs and symbols. But however he responded, and what he said and revealed were mysteries of our holy faith, either partial glimpses of the whole or sure movements toward it. But now that faith is rooted in Christ and the law of the gospel has been proclaimed in this time of grace. There is no need to seek him in the former manner, nor for him so to respond. By giving us as he did, his son, his only word, he has in that one word said everything. There is no need for any further revelation. This is the true meaning of Paul's words to the Hebrews when he urged them to abandon their earlier ways of conversing with God, as laid down in the law of Moses, and to set their eyes on Christ alone. In the past, God spoke to our fathers through the prophets in various ways and manners, but now in our times, 
the last days he has spoken to us in his Son. In effect, Paul is saying that God has spoken so completely through his own word that he chooses to add nothing. Although he had spoken but partially through the prophets, he has now said everything in Christ. He has given us everything, his own Son. Therefore, anyone who wished to question God or to seek some new vision or revelation from him would commit an offense, for instead of focusing his eyes entirely on Christ, he would be desiring something other than Christ or beyond him. God could then answer, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Hear him. In my word I have already said everything. Fix your eyes on him alone, for in him I have revealed all, and in him you will find more than you could ever ask for or desire. I, with my Holy Spirit, came down upon him on Mount Tabor and declared, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Hear him. You do not need new teachings or ways of learning from me, for when I spoke before it was of Christ who was to come, and when they sought anything of me, they were but seeking and hoping for the Christ, in whom is every good, as the whole teaching of the evangelists and apostles clearly testifies. Many nations will come and say, Let us go up to the mountain of the Lord. To the home of the God of Jacob. He will teach us his ways, and we will walk in his paths. The Messiah, who is called Christ, is coming. When he comes, he will teach us everything. He will teach us his ways, and we will walk in his paths. Let us pray. May our prayer of petition rise before you, we pray, O Lord that with purity unblemished, we, your servants, may come as we desire to celebrate the great mystery of the incarnation of your only begotten Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. 22 minutes before the hour, and we'll take a look at today's Gospel in conversation with God and morning prayer in just a few minutes on Daybreak. It's Monday of the second week of Advent. I'm Paul Sadek, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. In today's Gospel, some friends of a paralyzed man go to great lengths to bring him to Jesus. It's from the fifth chapter of the Gospel of Luke. On one of those days as he was teaching, there were Pharisees and teachers of the law sitting by who had come from every village of Galilee and Judea and from Jerusalem. And the power of the Lord was with him to heal. Behold, men were bringing on a bed a man who was paralyzed, and they sought to bring him in and lay him before Jesus. But finding no way to bring him in because of the crowd, they went up on the roof and let him down with his bed through the tiles into the midst before Jesus. 
When Jesus saw their faith, he said, Man, your sins are forgiven you. And the scribes and the Pharisees began to question. Who is this that speaks blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God only? When Jesus perceived their questionings, he answered them. Why do you question in your hearts? Which is easier to say, your sins are forgiven you, or to say, rise and walk, but that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. I say to you, rise, take up your bed, and go home. And immediately the man rose before them and took up that on which he lay and went home, glorifying God. Amazement seized them all, and they glorified God and were filled with awe. We have seen strange things today. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings can be found on the relevant radio app. Well, as we honor St. Nicholas today, we're called to think about the material goods which God has given us and our responsibility to share them. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 7, Special Feasts. While we are living out our mortal lives, we will need material means to sustain our family and set about the apostolic tasks that the Lord wants us to promote. Economic means are just that, goods, that become an impediment when we seek after them in such a way that we are not able properly to appreciate the supernatural means. St. Leo the Great taught that God has left us material as well as spiritual goods so that we might make use of them for both the human and spiritual benefit of others. Jesus himself teaches the disciples the importance of using the human means. Before their first apostolic mission, he expressly tells them, do not take bag nor purse. He leaves them without any material support at all, so that they clearly see that it is he himself who grants efficacy to their efforts. They fully comprehend that the cures, conversions, and other miracles they are instrumental in carrying out are not due to their human qualities, but to the power of God. Nevertheless, when on a later occasion they are about to set out, he adds to this first indication, But now let him who has a purse take it, and likewise a wallet. Although the supernatural means come first in all our apostolate, the Lord wants us to use the human and financial means within our reach, as if the supernatural means did not exist. To fulfill this mission, Jesus himself wanted to depend on human means, a few loaves of bread and fish, a little mud, or the modest support of those pious women who accompanied the Lord on his apostolic journeys. Whenever our family or the apostolic works we collaborate in are in need, we should not hesitate to seek the help of the Lord. We must always recall that the first miracle, the one Our Lady instigates at the wedding in Cana, comes about in order to help a newlywed couple save face, a matter of relatively scant importance. 
The Lord will not withhold his protection either as long as we do all within our power like the good servants of Cana who fill the water jugs to the brim. They do all they can, humanly speaking, before the Lord works the miracle on the basis of their best efforts. Whenever we find ourselves in straitened circumstances, the following consideration can do much for our peace of mind. My financial situation is as tight as it has ever been, but I don't lose my peace. I'm quite sure that God my Father will settle the whole business once and for all. I want, Lord, to abandon the care of all my affairs into your generous hands. Our mother, your mother, will have let you hear those words now as in Cana. They have none. I believe in you. I hope in you. I love you, Jesus. I want nothing more for myself. It's for them. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Thirteen minutes before the hour, let's pray with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. When will I come to the end of my pilgrimage? and enter the presence of God. When will I come to the end of my pilgrimage and enter the presence of God? Like the deer that yearns for running streams, so my soul is yearning for you, my God. My soul is thirsting for God, the God of my life. When can I enter and see the face of God? My tears have become my bread, by night, by day, as I hear it said all the day long, Where is your God? These things will I remember as I pour out my soul, how I would lead the rejoicing crowd into the house of God, amid cries of gladness and thanksgiving, the throng wild with joy. Why are you cast down, my soul? Why groan within me? Hope in God. I will praise him still, my Savior and my God. My soul is cast down within me as I think of you, from the country of Jordan and Mount Hermon, from the hill of Mizar. Deep is calling on deep, in the roar of waters. Your torrents and all your waves swept over me. By day the Lord will send his loving kindness. By night I will sing to him, praise the God of my life. I will say to God, my rock, Why have you forgotten me? Why do I go mourning, oppressed by the foe? With cries that pierce me to the heart, my enemies revile me, saying to me all the day long, Where is your God? Why are you cast down, my soul? Why groan within me? Hope in God. I will praise him still, my Savior and my God. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As, as it was, was in the, the beginning, beginning, is now, now and, and will, will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. 
Father in heaven, when your strength takes possession of us, we no longer say, Why are you cast down, my soul? So now that the surging waves of your indignation have passed over us, let us feel the healing calm of your forgiveness. Inspire us to yearn for you always, like the deer for running streams, until you satisfy every longing in heaven. When will I come to the end of my pilgrimage and enter the presence of God? Lord, show us the radiance of your mercy. Lord, show us the radiance of your mercy. Come to our aid, O God of the universe, and put all the nations in dread of you. Raise your hand against the heathen, that they may realize your power. As you have used us to show them your holiness, so now use them to show us your glory. Thus they will know, as we know, that there is no God but you. Give new signs and work new wonders. Show forth the splendor of your right hand and arm. Gather all the tribes of Jacob, that they may inherit the land as of old. Show mercy to the people called by your name, Israel, whom you named your firstborn. Take pity on your holy city, Jerusalem, your dwelling place. Fill Zion with your majesty, your temple with your glory. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Lord, show us the radiance of your mercy. The vaults of heaven ring with your praise, O Lord. The The vaults of heaven ring with your praise, O Lord. The heavens proclaim the glory of God, and the firmament shows forth the work of his hands. Day unto day takes up the story, and night unto night makes known the message. No speech, no word, no voice is heard, yet their span extends through all the earth, their words to the utmost bounds of the world. There he has placed a tent for the sun. It comes forth like a bridegroom coming from his tent, rejoices like a champion to run its course. At the end of the sky is the rising of the sun. To the furthest end of the sky is its course. There is nothing concealed from its burning heat. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. To enlighten the world, Father, you sent to us your word as the Son of Truth, and justice shining upon mankind. Illumine our eyes that we may discern your glory in the many works of your hands. The The vaults of heaven heaven ring ring with with your praise, O Lord. A reading from the prophet Isaiah. Come, let us climb the Lord's mountain to the house of the God of Jacob, 
that he may instruct us in his ways, and we may walk in his paths. For from Zion shall go forth instruction, and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Your light will come, Jerusalem. The Lord will dawn on you in radiant beauty. Your light will come, Jerusalem. The Lord will dawn on you in radiant beauty. You will see his glory within you. The Lord will dawn on you in radiant beauty. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Your light will come, Jerusalem. The Lord will dawn on you in radiant beauty. The Lord proclaims, Repent, the kingdom of God is upon you. Alleluia. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Lord proclaims, Repent. The kingdom of God is upon you. Alleluia. To Christ our Redeemer, who will come again to free from the power of death all those who return to him, let us humbly pray. Come, Come, Lord Jesus. As we proclaim your coming, Lord, cleanse our hearts of every vain desire. Come, Lord Jesus. Lord, may the church which you founded proclaim your greatness to all peoples. Come, Lord Jesus. Your law is a light to our eyes. Let it protect those who trust in you. Come, Come, Lord Jesus. You allow the joys of your coming to be foretold to us by your church. May we receive you with eager devotion. Come, 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 Lord Lord Jesus. Jesus. Now let us pray as Christ the Lord has taught us. Our Father, who who art art in heaven, heaven, Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. 
Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. May our prayer of petition rise before you, we pray, O Lord, that with purity unblemished, we, your servants, may come as we desire to celebrate the great mystery of the incarnation of your only begotten Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Morning Air with John and Glenn is coming up in just a few minutes. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the relevant radio app. In the meantime, you go out and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. 10 Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio.